Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. <laughs> and welcome to another impromptu from the Just Seen Podcast. And I know, like, yo, Seen, you might as well bring the podcast back if you're going to keep doing these impromptus. Look, I can't help it. I can't bring the episode back yet because it's not time. I can't bring season 11 yet because it's not time for season 11. However, some of these downloads I can't control. When they come, they come. This one, when I initially got it, I was going to wait until... Uh, season 11, because I'm like, yo, this is going to be that fire. But I know that if I don't get it out now, it's giving me a headache right now, too. If I don't get it out right now, then I'm going to forget it. And all of that I'm dwelling on right now that keeps coming to me, it's not going to be beneficial. So I'm going to go ahead and get it out now. But as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about wealth and poverty. Uh, This episode is pretty much a game changer in regards to reality. And all that I'm going to say in here is going to show why the world is the way that it is. And it's going to be sad in a way if you don't, it's going to be sad in a way if you have not been keeping up with me and understanding all of the shit that I've been talking about over the last, how long I've been doing this podcast? Since 2017? Over the last 10 seasons, from videos to here as well. So... When you consider wealth and poverty, right? First off, let's let's define what they are. I don't want you. To, we're not going to use textbook definitions. We're going to use basic definitions of reality. Everybody likes to use reality and say, "Oh, this is common sense." So I'm going to use the reality, and I'm going to strip it straight to the core. Poverty is the result of a lack mentality, and wealth is the result of an abundant mentality. But a lot of times we don't look at what that really means and how you even get a mentality in a mentality like that in the first place. Right. So, and, and the lines can be blurred. And when, what I mean by the lines can be blurred is like, you can have a lack mentality and still want abundance, but then it'll leave you with abundantly lacking or lacking abundantly off the other side of that, that's a beautiful thing about abundance. When you have the abundance mentality, you can decide to lack and you can't lack if you try. You feel me? But it got me wondering, like, what is the separation between these two? What is what is the one thing that that defines wealth? And what is the one thing that makes, you know, uh, poverty so powerful? Because before you have mentality, you have will. You have will. And as I'm sitting here i was meditating this shit when the shit came to me and it kind of got it kind of developed off of a conversation that i had with another motherfucker who was like yo why are you so obsessed with with people letting go of religion and why are you so obsessed with this and it flowed out so fluidly i said because i have an issue with poverty and i want my people to be wealthy and in the moment they was like they literally asked me what does that have to do with religion and I said, every fucking thing. But then I couldn't fathom, I couldn't formulate the words because it got me so so upset. Like, why is it, like, what is the problem with understanding that something enslaved you? And then I said, damn, it's because something enslaved you. And so, you know, I sat on it for a little bit. And then when I meditated, the floodgates opened and it gave me this episode that you're about to get today on wealth and poverty. Wealth and poverty are byproducts, respectively, of spirituality and religion. 
it 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 blew my mind so much because I had never made this is a connection that I had never made before really. But it's two things that I knew that were were heavy in me. And I'm like, the people that I want to help, and it's like, why they give me friction? Why and at first I thought it was, oh, because they're religious. And they feel like because they're religious, they can't fuck with me because I practice spirituality. And it was deeper than that. They're poverty stricken. But I'm wealth focused. No matter what I say to them. And, and it'll be like, I can lay out some shit clear as day and they can't get it. And I never understood why. Because a poverty mentality cannot see what a wealth mentality can. Same token, a wealth mentality cannot see what a poverty mentality can. And for all of this time, I had been arguing shit, thinking that, yo, people can do this, you can do this. No, you can't if you have a poverty-stricken mentality. But what is the layer that makes your, your uh, what is the layer that makes poverty so powerful in your life? Is religion. This is this is also off the other side why they call wealthy people. They like once you cross into wealth, they suddenly say you start worshiping the devil. No, you start practicing spirituality because you understand that wealth is tied to spirituality. And religion is tied to poverty. But before I dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore C underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate a sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate a sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of your podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And you know the vibes, that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into Impromptu Pop-Ups 35, Wealth and Poverty. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the SoFrail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Ow. And without further ado, let me go ahead and get started with this. So now... Before y'all get, you know, get your panties in a bunch, I need y'all to understand where I'm coming from with this, right? When you consider poverty, I've never met a person who was in poverty who also didn't follow a religion, right? And I know a lot of people is, you know, oh, that's just, it's not coincidence, my nigga. It's, it's not coincidence. Every nation, every culture, Every place across the world, especially where the darker melanated people come in, the more impoverished the people are, the deeper their faith is in a religion. Not a God, a religion. They mask it as their belief in God, but they tie it to their religion and their faith in the religion. If you understand the tree of life, if you've read Sofrel 3, you understand the tree of life and fear and faith are the same thing. Opposite sides of the same coin, Right? But then when you consider all of the poverty-stricken places of the world, right, 
these places are heavily religious. Now, when you look at all of the prosperous places of the world, it's almost like there's no religion there at all. But yet these places don't fall. And then you have to ask yourself why? Because they honor spirituality. Now, religion teaches you to be, religion teaches you to have good behavior, right? Spirituality teaches you to make yourself whole. Notice I didn't say good, bad, or none of that shit. Spirituality teaches you to make yourself whole and complete. Religion doesn't teach you that. It teaches you to have good behavior, right? When we consider people in poverty, right, their focus, and when we consider people in poverty, their focus is simply to get money. And they'll do, and I always say this, they say, you know, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And I never believed that sentiment. Never believe that sentiment. It's the lack of money. But then the two things go hand in hand when you don't know what love is. Especially if you consider that pain is love. Right? But it's the lack of money that is the root of all evil. And for some reason, only people that lack money are impoverished people. The church can get 10% every week out of somebody who is struggling to pay their bills. And won't give them anything back and that person will be okay. And they'll justify it as, well, I'm sowing my seed. It's going to come back to me tenfold. It never comes back tenfold. As somebody used to be heavily religious and I was caught in it doing all of these things, I've never seen any of my returns come back tenfold. If everybody's seed came back tenfold, everybody in their religion will be millionaires right now or at least should be millionaires right now, but they're not. They're still impoverished. They're still making decisions that keep them in poverty because it is a mentality. Poverty is a mentality. On the other side of that, wealthy people. They keep saying the wealthy people are evil to wealth because you're making the comparison of wealth of wealthy people to the comparison of, of people in poverty. When people in poverty achieve money, it's because they did deceptive things most of the times. Wealthy people created systems that people have the free will to either be a part of or be away from. When I started to study spirituality for real and you focus on the self as opposed to focusing on other people. See, another thing about the poverty mentality and why I so lack is because our religions teach you to focus externally. All spiritual systems teach you to focus internally, but all religious systems teach you to like, if you look at the 10 commandments, or even if you look at a hadith, all of these things will tell you what another motherfucker shouldn't do. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. And we spend all our times quoting that shit, telling other motherfuckers what they shouldn't do, but then saying the deity is not working on us. Poverty. Poverty. Poverty isn't just the mentality of not having money. It is the lack mentality. And when you feel like your religion, your religion is given to you so you can feel as if you're worthless without it. If you feel like you're worthless without a religion, that means you already had the, mac, the lack mentality. So now you go into the religion with the same lack mentality to justify the lack. Wow. I'm going to let y'all flow. I'm going to let it flow. Keep coming. Keep coming. Right. 
So now as I'm paying attention, as I started learning spirituality, this is why I'm so powerful. I'm so, I ain't gonna say, I am powerful with it, but this is why I'm so glad that I actually decided to study my religion. I never walked away from it. I never just put it down. I never just said, fuck it, this ain't, I, I, I dove heavy into it equally to the capacity that I dove into spirituality to where I can look at both and see the good, the bad, and the ugly and see which one is actually beneficial and which one is detrimental, right? When we consider the poverty-stricken conditions right now, everything they tell you what you shouldn't do, and they say most most religious people, most poverty-stricken people will tell you, don't worry about what I do. Most of them will say, do as I say, not as I do. You feel what I'm saying? People that practice spirituality can only, they will only tell you what they do. It didn't dawn on me how naturally it flowed with me that I've always had a wealth mentality, but I just lived in poverty. I lived in poverty conditions, but I never had a poverty mentality. And it wasn't until I was talking to people that I'm like, yo, why, how the fuck can't y'all do this? Because of mentality. Now that I'm maturing and shit into this into this new space there's really only two mentalities in this world everything else there's two mentalities that i'm learning from the constructed world that we have we have a wealth mentality and you have a, a poverty mentality you have a mentality for abundance and you have a, a mentality for lack mentality for lack when it really got to me when it really hit me and i started to you know put the pieces together and just let it come to me was when jp chase morgan said Millionaires use accountants. Billionaires use astrology. And I always wonder why the fuck he said it. I, I broke it down before, too, why he said it in the episode of Sofrel Conversations, Corny Dudes, I believe, with him and Mr. Kellogg and all them other niggas that fucked the world up for the next 100 years. But they operate on systems, the same systems that the universe op operates on. The universe, when you have a wealth mentality, right, there is no, you, you transcend the reality of good or bad. It is what it is. Right. Po people in poverty will utter the words, it is what it is, but never really understand what it means to be. It is what it is. So when you are in that space of we are in that space of the wealth mentality, everything is about abundance. But it's a systemized form of abundance. When you think about the seasons and you res you respect the way cycles happen, poverty doesn't respect cycles. Because poverty doesn't respect cycles of poverty's growth or, or transition, growth or decay, whatever, is always linear. But because wealth respects cycles and systems, it is exponential. Which is why there is an abundant mentality. You see what I mean? You following me? But now, when we understand what spirituality actually is, spirit means the breath. Breath derives from um, the Latin inspiritus. It means the breath. But the breath is the metaphor for balance. As long as you maintain balance, you will be abundant. But now when you understand religion, the word religion itself means to tie back, to bind. What does religion bind you to? Poverty. When you consider, like, and even if you follow the Bible, where Jesus was like, yo, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. He was like, yo, y'all shouldn't be giving money. But the construct is you have to give 10% to the church. It's not just like 10, you, you like, imagine how much of a business that really is. The church is, whoa, my nigga. The church itself is wealth mentality, using spirituality against poverty stricken people to guarantee 10% every month. That is a mean hustle, my nigga. 
That is a mean hustle, and it's been going on for a long, long time. But when you look at the mentality of wealth, it is always about abundance. It is always about solutions. It always like poverty stricken people don't have solutions for anything, just problems. And one of the greatest dualities and realities that we have is that when you're in a state of poverty, oh, wow. When you're in a state of poverty, masculinity will kick in to solve the problem. Masculinity is designed to bring people out of poverty, bro. Because you analyze and deconstruct your world and then you can create a system that is that transitions you into a wealth mentality. I'm just letting it flow right now. This is my bad, y'all. I'm trying to keep it consistent, but I got to say what I got to say. Uh, for the wealthy side, and, and one of the biggest things that they teach you about wealth is the money. No wealthy person, I and because I'm in the markets and shit, no wealthy people have money. Like, all their money is tied into the market to stay in the market, to keep moving through the cycle and growing. It's like, wow. Poverty-stricken people don't put their money anywhere. They put their money into situations and, and leave it alone because it's based off of a lack mentality. You do with the expectation to fail. It's crazy. That's crazy. And I don't if if I don't necessarily mean that. It, but yeah, I do mean an expectation to fail because when you think about people that are like they are, they're all cynical. They all expect the worst that can happen, and these two mentalities—the ultimate goals, the the ultimate realities of these mentalities—is that who you are. Who you are is not who you're supposed to be. If the if the if the book does tell you to be fruitful and multiply, how can it how can it tell you to be fruitful and multiply while at the same time telling you that the love of money is the root of all evil? So when you look at how quick people in poverty burn through money, it's almost scary. But then it makes sense why you would have the people who have the proclivity to actually have the highest level of abundance. And I'm saying this because we know for a fact that black people culturally around the world have the highest propensity for spirituality. And we have the highest propensity for spirituality. You have the highest potential for wealth, wealth and abundance. Naturally, even on a regular scale, we don't die, we multiply. Even at our lowest state right now, we we can kill each other off and we still outnumber everybody. How does that work? Because we naturally have the highest propensity for spirituality, which means we have the highest propensity for abundance. But what happens when you have a poverty-stricken mentality? The world feeds off of you. And so much so the world feeds off of you and you don't want to be fed back. So it got me thinking like on on Devil is a Lie by uh, Rick Ross and Jay. Jay was like, the devil want these niggas to have their own kind. Gotta be the Illuminati if a nigga shine. Like, even that is crazy. If the Illuminati are wealthy people, understand the breakdown of the word Illuminati. It comes from a comedic word, right? Ati means body. Illum means light. When we live in a world where the actual wordage of light body means evil, we've gotten something fucked up. But only poverty-stricken people believe that. And the reason why I'm also tying and connected to religion because 
You ever notice how poverty stricken people know so much about the devil, but very little about God? You see what I'm saying? When it comes to a lack, they already have the lack mentality, but they know more about the dark forces of lack than they do about the light forces of lack. And here's what I mean by that. If a motherfucker need clarity because they think I'm reaching. How many motherfuckers know that? How many people can identify a satanic ritual far more than they can quote a very verse in the book that they follow? We can scroll down Instagram, social media, whatever the case may be, all day long. And a motherfucker has a full... I remember I was in undergrad. And Jay-Z, uh, that run this town, had just came out. And people had did a whole breakdown of his verse of how this was demonic and this was this symbolism and this was this symbolism. But you can't even quote... You can't even quote a solid, non-cliche verse out of your Bible or your Quran. That's That's... That's mind boggling for me because it's like, how do you know so much about the dark force that you're supposed to be staying away from? Something's off with that. Something is really, really off with that. But again, it's the lack mentality because it's tied to a religious mentality, because it's tied to a system that wants people to stay in poverty. The world, I always say this, even if you are imbalanced, I-M-B-A-L-A-N-C-E, the universe is in balance for those who have an abundant mentality and for those who have a lack mentality. But with the mentality comes the work ethic that has to come to maintain that. If you try to achieve wealth while maintaining the poverty stricken mentality, you'll squander your wealth. Because you don't create the systems, you just amass the money. You feel what I'm saying? Or you amass the riches. But eventually it's going to be gone. Whether it's in the second generation, whether it's in the third generation, whether you squander it next week. When you have a poverty stricken mentality, you have a lack mentality. So one thing that you always hear poverty stricken people say is you can't take it with you. You can't. Okay. But somebody that comes from you can use it again. But then that shows how we don't think beyond the week. We don't think beyond the month. We don't prepare for our own children. We don't prepare for our own children. So, and this is a part of uh, poverty mentality. We don't prepare for our own children so much so that the wealth that we could achieve by going to school, we try to give it back to the generation who failed. And by failed, I don't necessarily mean in a negative connotation, but if you didn't do anything to set your children up, you failed. Because life progresses. It goes forward. Humanity goes forward, not backwards. So if you're going backwards with your riches and your wealth, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You're staying in a lack mentality. You're operating under poverty. You see what I'm saying? Some of us grew up where our parents, their credit was already fucked up by their parents. So they put shit in your name. I'm fortunate enough to not have my mama do that to me. But I know friends and I know close people who had parents put shit into their name because shit was put in my name when I was a kid. You see what I'm saying? So now I have to clean up your shit and my shit to create some shit for somebody else. But then I'm already burnt out. So now my children owe me. Now my children owe me. So now I'm in a space where I'm actually producing and procreating babies for the sole purpose of servitude. 
without even knowing it. Poverty. This is how religion was used to, to, to justify enslavement first, but they used it to justify an enslavement. But the enslavement was you're going to have children still to work, to produce labor. We never stopped that. We also never gave up the religion. I always tell people all the time, a real nigga, a bad bitch, and a good Christian is the same motherfucker. The inception is all the same. This is why art imitates reality. This is why the music industry only allows. The music industry would tell you, it's, it's crazy because religious people don't get it. They can point out, yeah, because that music industry is the devil. Is this done the third? They promoting this. They only allow the music that they know that us. They only allow the music to be played that will sedate black people. How we look at it is destructive. We look at it as destructive when we see the gangster music, the drug dealer music. We look at it as destructive when we see the over-sexualized music. But somehow it's not destructive when the Christian music is played. How? If we know consciously, we, and again, this is a part of a lack mentality because you cannot, you cannot see the reality that it brings abundance because sometimes you have to realize that I'll get to the spiritual side of it. We got to stay on the religious side. But now because of the fear that you have within your deity, you're going to operate that like wealthy people don't make music. They control it. Poverty-stricken people create music, and they get the music. The wealthy people can capitalize on the music of poverty because good music comes from pain. Good, Not even pain. Good music comes from feeling. Comes from emotion. We have two emotions, joy and motherfucking pain. Poverty keeps you in pain. Now, you have those people who can transmute that pain into joy and deliver it, but how many people actually transmute the pain? No, we just deliver the pain. So, again, tying it back to our music. We look at gospel music and think gospel music is good, but 99.8% of the gospel music is always telling you how, how low you are, how ain't shit you are, how, how bad you are, how broke you should be, how broke you are. And these realities play out this way. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'm nothing without you. You're nothing. You're nothing without something that you really never experienced, that you have to believe in. That's a whole different level of psychology right there. Poverty low-key keeps you at the level of belief of the mind. So many people want, but they don't want to do. They don't want to understand what's necessary. Wealthy people understand shit. Again, I'm not just saying this because I am now transitioning or have transitioned into the understanding level of the mind, but wealthy people understand shit. They understand shit so well because of the spirituality, the balance, it brings them into alignment where now I understand how it works and I can make it work again and again and again and again and again and walk away from it. But a person who only believes they can see it achieved once and not do it again. There is a whole battle that we're dealing with right now. And a lot of people keep saying, yo, what's this? This is a spiritual war. This is spiritual. What's the war between abundant minded people and lack minded people? Abundant minded people are going to win all the time because they're at a higher level of the mind. The sad part about the levels of the mind, they're equally powerful in magnitude, right? And what I mean by that is the way in which they can consume your mind and hold your mind and, and use it is just as potent at, whoa, the way in which they can hold, hold your mind and use it is just as potent as on each level. You see what I'm saying? It's like the Ninja Turtles in a way. Yes, there's levels. 
don't get me wrong. There's levels, but you have belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. They are in this, but the power of them is equally defined in their own right. You see what I'm saying? I know I said levels because I do want you to know that there's levels, belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. However, the capacity of each level is that potent where it's almost like the Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, Raphael, Michael, Michelangelo, Donatello. There's not a, like, as far as magnitude goes, but there's still a hierarchy. Understanding is the highest form of the hierarchy. When you have understanding, you don't have to believe. When you have belief, when you don't have belief, you don't have to be manipulated into doing things that you don't want to do or doing things that'll keep you bound. Depression, the mental health order disorders come from poverty. When niggas be like, yo, you be thinking because you motherfucker grew up in the suburbs or whatever. No, 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 no. As long as somebody operates from a religion, they're going to have mental health issues. Y'all don't, again, if y'all are getting touchy and offended by this, so what? Y'all need to wake the fuck up. Your mental health is tied to your religion and the guilt that you, that your religion makes you feel. Now, when we go back down to chakras, right? Religion was given to you to keep your solar plexus and your root and your uh, sacral chakra blocked, to keep you solely on the root root chakra survival. Only people in poverty are looking at survival right now. Wealth mentality, wealth-minded people, the abundant people, they have shifted entire reality right before your eyes. People say, I, I've been on TikTok, seeing TikToks um, going through, everybody's like, I made more money than I've ever made in my life, but I'm still living check to check. Because you are in a poverty-stricken mentality. You're not in a wealth mentality, which means you also follow a religion. Because in these same people, these same people that are getting more money and still living paycheck to paycheck, they're praying every day. They're following the religious deity and the religious doctrine to the T and nothing's getting better. How? How? I grew up in a culture. I grew up in a family where they say prayer works. For who? For who? Because if this is the condition of the world right now, prayer doesn't work. It can't. The illusion of prayer works because it allows you to feel some some type of solace. Now, this is why you get on those. He may not come when he want when I want him, but he's always on time. Is he? Because when he doesn't come on time or he doesn't come at all, you say, well, it just wasn't for me. What, what wasn't for me? You see how the lack mentality is so easy, so fluid. I've heard so many people utter the words, it's better to be a live chicken than a dead lion. You probably heard that philosophy and everything like that. It sounded good. It sounds good when you're in a poverty stricken mentality. We are in a, menta- a poverty mentality. Live chicken, dead lion sounds so good because all you hear is life and death. But you don't realize that chickens die a lot more than lions do. So much so chickens are farmed. Lions have to be caught as babies to be captive and put in a zoo. You're not going to catch Mufasa. You're not going to catch a full Mufasa in Mufasa mode in the Serengeti and put that motherfucker in the zoo. Mm-mm, you got to get Simba before he even goes to the elephant graveyard. That's when you got to get them. You got to get them as babies. (laughs) Makes sense. But that is a poverty-stricken mentality. See what I'm saying? To say, I'd rather be a live chicken than a dead lion. And we make chickens synonymous with cowards. When when we was kids, I don't know if y'all did it, but I know I used to watch it on the 80s sitcoms and shit. I know I'm a 90s baby, but I used to watch it on the 80s sitcoms because my siblings are 80s babies. I used to watch on the 80s sitcoms, oh, you're a chicken. We call it a coward chicken. We call it cowards chickens. 
And you'd rather be a live coward than a dead lion. Because we associate lions with what? Courage and bravery. Chickens die far more than lions do at far more alarming rates. But that's what we'd rather be because that is a poverty-stricken mentality. The wealth, the wealth mentality says, I'd rather be the, the dead lion than the live chicken because at least they had to kill me. Somebody came with me. What Denzel said, I'm leaving here with something. I'm leaving here with something. Think about that. Like when we look at the poachers and the hunters and shit, like they're the conquest. They have to use gun. They, you want to show me use a bad motherfucker? Go do some shit out of the Bible and go be, go, go, uh, who was it? Samson? Yeah. Go be Samson. The motherfucker rip a line apart with your bare hands. That's how I know you a bad motherfucker. Anybody can do it with a gun, bow and arrow. You can do that. Do that shit with your hands and then I fuck with you. I say use a bad motherfucker. But again, since I mentioned Samson, tying that into the stories, they give you these stories of hope. Hope is only for poverty-stricken people. I was just making the pose about this. Hope and manifesting can't walk the same path. You have so many people saying, I'm manifesting this, I'm manifesting this, and they're in a poverty-stricken mentality and they never grow. They never grow. And it didn't dawn on me until I started dealing with people who were in, like, the talk is good, but the action is reality. The action is harder when the mentality is not the same. You dig what I'm saying? When the mentality, when the mentality is not there, you know, you can do it at the end of the day. You just have to have hope. So religion gives you the conceptualization of hope. Oh, the story of David and Goliath shows that you can conquer any mountain, anything that you want to do. The story of Noah shows that you got to do diligent and all of this stuff. They give you these bodes of hope and they told you all of this shit was real. But then because you believe that it's real and it's not mythology as it was supposed to show you, you think that you can't replicate that. When you're given a book that told you that the wisest man of all time, nobody has been wiser than him and nobody will ever be wiser than him. His wisdom extended to cutting a baby in half to prove to one of the mothers that this was the real baby. This was the real mother. This was the fake one. There was midwives. There was recordation. Look, here's here's the crazy part about it. King Solomon came after Moses. King Solomon came after Moses. Right. If Pharaoh was able to know who the firstborn of every generation was, you mean to tell me that he did not he was not able to figure out who's the mother of this baby really was. But his wisdom was to cut the motherfucker in half. When that's the highest form of wisdom, you don't even try to be wise. You have to be literally stupid to, to not outthink that. But if you outthink that, you feel like something is wrong with you. What are they going to tell you? Be humble because you're not supposed to be wiser than Solomon. You're not supposed to have more wisdom than the man who says, cut the baby in half. And if when the, the lady who says, just give her the whole fucking baby. He says, well, that must be the real mother. It took that for the nigga Pharaoh knew who the firstborns were, where they lived and everything. And he was way before Solomon. But you mean to tell me King Solomon couldn't just go pull up on a midwife, pull up on the recordations and the documentation that, yo, this is this mother's baby. I mean, this is this baby's mother. See how the mind fuck works? But this is how poverty works too. Because now when you follow these stories and you don't feel like you can be any greater than this, the reality never kicks in, which means you'll never transcend into true spirituality, which means you can never obtain wealth. Wow. Motherfucker. Religion is in place to keep the poverty-stricken mentality in order so that way you never obtain wealth, which means you never obtain abundance.
Now it makes sense why all of the black people, all of our history, all of our documentation, all of our spiritual systems are demonized. And they're demonized for a reason because they bring us back into spirituality, which moves us into abundance. We want the people who can naturally tap into abundance to remain in poverty because now we can feed off of it. This is what the energy vamps are. When people be like, they need to siphon off of our energy, they disrupt our energy, it's for this very reason, because they know we're in poverty, but they know that we trans we transcend abundance. But when you have that mentality, you can't, your actions cannot exceed anything. Whew. This episode is heavy, man. This episode is heavy, but my headache is going away, I'll tell you that. But when we are tied and, and wrapped into that, we spend years, decades, half a century on shit and never change. Because it's like there's levels to being a having a poverty stricken mentality because it's lack. You feel like you don't deserve when you are your it doesn't matter what your conscious mind says. This is why it's like when I look at religious people, because I used to do it myself. I used to quote positive scriptures, but deep down inside I didn't believe that shit. I had hope that it was going to work. I'm at a space now. I just make shit happen. It's scary to people because I tell them I'm an alchemist. They, and once I transition into wealth mentality, that's when I started getting called a devil worshiper. That's crazy, right? And I was like, I don't worship the motherfucking devil. Like, I don't like, where do y'all get that idea from? Because you put the religion down. Because I understand the shit, bro. <laughs> There's nothing to follow anymore when you understand something. Because you know what it's used for. But now I know what it's used for and I see why it's used. It is to make people stay in poverty. Every nation has a deity above it, right? But they don't tell you how to use the deity. They don't tell you that the deity is the highest conceptualization of your mind. But they've conceptualized the highest the highest level for you. The Council on Isaiah was a motherfucker. And I think that's when they used it because the Roman Empire didn't fall. I've been saying this for a long time, but it's now coming to light. The Roman Empire didn't fall. They they damaged the Colosseum and transferred the powers to the Roman Catholic Church. Because they knew how much. That's why the Roman Catholic Church is probably one of the wealthiest things on this earth. Still standing because we're going to get 10% out of you. And we're going to constantly give you the hope. If God was real, as we have conceptualized it. I'm telling you, God is the highest conceptualization of the mind. But if God is real as we think it is, why would the Pope need a bulletproof car? And you know how when you start to attack the religion and you start to point out to the people, they say, well, God can be bad. I'm going to get to this point. And we're going to segue into the uh, spirituality side of it. When we talk about people saying, well, God can be bad. God is not bad. God is good. People have free will so they can do bad things in God's name. What nigga? No, a natural disaster. A tsunami. Niggas can't make soon. Never mind. Never mind. Heart. Now, okay. I'm gonna take it back though. Natural occurrences, tornadoes, hurricanes. Humans ain't making those. Not to the extent that they're destroying the world. Well, well, God can do that. He's not bad because of that. Then now, when you know that, that means you acknowledge that spirituality is real and religion is the deficit, but you can't see beyond. The reality that the religion has you bound to. Spirituality is going to teach you that there is no good, there is no bad. These are events that happen based off decisions and consequences. From their spiritual perspective, now that we transition out of that, spirituality will show you that deities, gods, whatever, God, Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus. Now y'all starting to see why I name them like that. 
I say, whatever it is you worship, it doesn't matter. It's the highest conceptualization of the mind. Now, whether you have conceptualized that right or not, that ain't got shit to do with me. But when you finally get to that point of it being the highest conceptualization of the mind, you know that your decisions, the consequences of your decisions are really what gods and devils are. In poverty, in the poverty mentality, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about your decisions because everything is based off hope. Nothing is you. You are an avatar that is an autopilot that has no control over their own life. But in spirituality, you have absolute control over your life. And then now you're transitioning into the balance of knowing that there is no good or bad. There's only what needs to be done at the moment. I always say this. Heroes, they they paint the videos for heroes and villains or whatever the case may be. But heroes don't really end shit until they get with the shits. This is why villains always prosper. Villains prosper so well until they have that sense of morality. But... Villains prosper so well because they're willing to do good shit to, to, for, the, for the bad outcome. Motherfuckers will deceive the shit out of a motherfucker just to get their goal accomplished. But that's the thing about spirituality. Spirituality isn't good or bad. Spirituality is an abundant mentality. And in an abundant mentality, you understand that abundance has no polarity to it. It is what it is because it is rooted in spirituality. And spirituality is the balance in the self. True spirituality teaches you to balance yourself. This is why in in the religious side, you have things that tell you, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. So you go preach to motherfuckers. This is why religion, a lot of uh, poverty stricken people love to talk about practice what you preach, practice. You don't have to say practice what you preach in spirituality. Because I'm preaching what I practice. I'm not preaching from a book. I'm preaching what I practice. My podcast Everything that I've given y'all, everything that I told y'all, I didn't tell y'all shit that I, that I had to, that, that I'm speculating. I'm just telling y'all what the fuck I do. This is why it's so comfortable for me. This is another reason why when I talk about how I'm able to connect with my gods and my spirit sources and things of that nature is because I'm, 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 I'm my authentic self. I, I stopped trying to, like, but in poverty, you go to your deity and you beg. You're suddenly a totally different person. That's why I talk about those other six days. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas ain't, y'all, y'all ain't getting y'all blessings because who y'all are in the other six days is who the deity knows. <laughs> Not you, oh, I'm your lowly servant, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm this, that, that, the begging motherfucker. That ain't who it is. You ain't sorry because apology comes with changed behavior. You shouldn't have to keep repenting. You feel what I'm saying? But on the spirituality side, you accept that, yo, this is my total being and this is who I am. And I now now I now align myself with the right things. And that's when the abundance comes in. That's when the abundance comes in. But if everything you think of as far as abundance is demonic, you'll never get to that point. Because again, it's about the decisions. It is about the decisions that you make. That's what your God really is. I got an episode on the, on the two called the deities or the will of God or something like that. Will it deities will or something? It's, a, it's in season eight, nine, ten, ten, one of those. But in that, from the spiritual perspective, right now we're shifting into the abundant side. And the reason why I'm able to talk about this right now is because I've seen all sides. I've been, I've been in poverty. I, I, I know I said that I always had the abundance mentality, but I lived in poverty. So the people around me, I couldn't get, like, I was always wondering why, how the fuck don't you get it? I get it now. I used to be so gung-ho on proving the point, like, yo, motherfuckers gonna feel me. Motherfuckers gonna know what's up. Motherfuckers gonna know that, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but, but how will they? 
their mentality doesn't do it. Like when I first started waking up and shit, it was solidified because I'm thinking, yo, I was already on the cusp anyway. But then when I actually transitioned into spiritual systems and shit like that, the people around me, I was just there like, yo, you I'm like, I don't worship the devil, nigga. It, what? Where you get that from? Because you don't believe in God. I, I understand God now. Like, I don't know what y'all, like, I don't understand why y'all have a problem with that. Because in the very religion that you follow, it says you can't understand the mind of God. Why? If that's not a, a call for poverty, I don't know what it is. You can't understand the mind of the deity that is supposed to be God in your life. Where the fuck will you go? I've heard so many people talk about that's not my ministry. Well, what is your ministry? I don't know. It ain't been revealed to me yet. You got some problems, homie. You can tell you, you can say everything that you're not, but you can't say what you are. So when you look at the spiritual side of it, it teaches you everything that you are. It doesn't teach you to accept what you're, or to shun what you're not and be be oblivious to what you are. It lets you know who the fuck you are, good and bad, and use that. You feel what I'm saying? So from that, you have in order to even practice, begin to practice abundance, you have to have spirituality. And this is one of the reasons why I said, this is why they demonize our deities, because we knew our deities weren't gods per se. We knew that they were highest conceptualization of the mind, and we knew that we channeled them to emulate a certain entity or certain, not entity, a certain energy that we needed to exhibit certain things. And it's crazy to believe that our people were crazy. And this is why we had dynasties that extend far beyond the religions that we follow. The religions that we follow aren't even old enough older than the dynasties that we created. I'm going to go deeper into this in season 11, but I'm going to give you all a glimpse here. They fucked up the maps of the world or whatever the case may be. And it's like, oh, y'all are Hebrew Israelites. Y'all are scattered across the world and everything like that. Missing the whole point. Who we are, are we're all the core of the same people, all Afrikoid people from the anthropologic perspective, right? So, there are no such thing as African-Americans. There's Afrikoids in America. There's Afrikoids on the landmass of Africa. There's Afrikoids because it's all based off genetics. It's not based off landmass. It's based off genetics. So when they tell you, oh, you came from, y'all came from West Africa. How the fuck did we all come from West Africa when some of us was already over here? They gave you the DNA shit so nobody can identify. Yo, I came from here. No, 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 no. We was already on this land. We was already on this land. We were already on this land. We were the Mayans, the Incans, and the Aztecs. That's why they just suddenly disappeared. They knew that they needed to erase our memory before the Aquarian Age started. You know how many people were fearful of the world ending in 2012 and 2000 and 2021 because they kept saying the Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world? Poverty-stricken people. Wealth-minded people knew exactly what the fuck was happening. Stage of Aquarius, bro. That's it. Y'all are going to wake up whether y'all want to or not. Now insanity's kicking in because we are no longer in the age of belief. We are in the age of knowledge. You have no choice but to be spiritual now, but everybody's following religion. You have, I seen this this couple, Jaden Will, not them, but they own some Jaden Will shit. She cheated on her husband and now she's using the name of Jesus to say God has to, no, those were your decisions, my nigga. He's making the decision to be stupid and stay with your dumb ass. You made the decision to go cheat on this man because whatever. When I tell people all the time, 
People cheat in relationships. And it's crazy because when you get married, suddenly it's infidelity. It's not cheating. Oh, now it's infidelity. Nigga, fuck that. You cheated. When you cheat in a relationship, it's because you're losing. When you cheat at anything in life, it's because you're losing. And you only cheat and you only feel like you're losing in a poverty-stricken mentality because you don't know how to win. I've never seen a loser in a spiritual world. I've never seen a wealthy loser. You will never see a wealthy loser because they transmute their losses and learn from them. People in poverty, when they're losing, they change the game. Sit with that. When people in poverty are losing, they want to change the game. When people that are wealthy are losing, they figure it out. Why? Because it's the spirituality side of it. Spirituality says, what am I doing or not doing in a situation to keep me out of balance? This is why if you read Soul for L3, when I got into the soul, um, the tree of life, when I talk about victory, being a victor and a victim, those are realities that come at a certain path of the tree. I want to say it's Netzach. That is a sphere. But because uh, I'm flowing. But those are realities that you have to you learn to be a victim. Victims. And this is when I told and I, if you read Soul for L3, I broke it down and I said, the moment you decide what you are, you're that forever. You can finish the tree. But if you finish the tree as a victim, when you get to the world path or the universe path, everything is lacking. You know how many people would like, yo, I keep doing the do work. I keep doing the due diligence and nothing is happening because you are a victim. You've internalized that you are a victim. You figured out how to lose and you keep losing. That's all it is. A victor is one who learns how to win. And that's why I like the tree of life, because in the net sack um, sphere, what it's teaching you is that you learn how to win and you learn how to lose. And you make a choice which one you want to keep doing. In order for you to stand on your religion, you have to maintain a victim mentality. In order to walk in the spirituality, you have to become a victor. There are no victims in spirituality, only victors. Because now I know how to win and I'm going to do what's necessary to win. Nobody wants to do that extra work. That extra work. Everybody keeps saying do the work, but what is the work that you got to do? Oh, you got to learn how to win. Which means when you lose, you learn from the lesson. As a victim, when you lose, you say the, as a victim, when you learn to lose, you overlook the lesson. Or you take the lesson and you demonize yourself off of it. You dig what I'm saying? And then you say, hey, this is my problem. I'm going to give it back to the deity that gave it to me to, to um, build my character. The winner says, oh, this is what you gave me to build my character. Watch me work. So the wealthy side of it when it comes to abundance is based off of being able to win or lose. So again, that's why I mentioned that in the tree of life, because the moment you win, you know how to win, you're going to win forever. It may take you a little longer than other people, but see, when people, you got to realize that sometimes you can, you'll be comparing your mentality to a different person. You can have a wealth mentality listening to a motherfucker with a poverty mentality and you wonder why you can't win. Even if they're right, you're taking advice from a motherfucker who loses. That's why we get critics. This is why we also have that phrase, those who can't do, those who can't teach. Not on any funny shit, but this ties into how poverty works. This ties into all of this episode right here. Teachers, they say teachers need to be paid more. Do they? 
How many teachers can actually do what they do? Because if they did know how to do it, they wouldn't teach. So you get paid for what you're settling for. You get paid for what you think you can do. It's a poverty stricken mentality. You have a lack of mentality. You think you deserve more, but you weren't willing enough. You weren't willing enough to do more to learn how to actually do it. So you wouldn't have to teach it because you were a doer of it. I know it's going to seem like it's contradictory. Well, seeing don't you teach uh, trading and investing and shit? No. I show motherfuckers how to, I show motherfuckers in real time what I'm doing. And then I let them learn off of me. There's a difference. I don't go back and take someone's curriculum verbatim and present it the way they tell me to present it. Those who can do, those who can't teach. I show you what the fuck I'm doing. And then when you when I show you what play I'm about to make in real time, then I break down pocket pullback battlefield upper hand final push. That's the difference. Because it ties back in to the mentality that we have. Sometimes you're spending a whole bunch of time getting advice or talking to people who have a poverty stricken mentality. So even when you try to tell them some shit, like, you feel me? One of the things that used to get me when I first started my entrepreneurship is like, nobody was supporting me. Y'all want support. Think about this. You want support from people with a poverty stricken mentality. They're from the mentality that you're trying to leave. And that's who you want support from. In day trading and investing, we learn a thing called support and resistance. Support is resistance and resistance is support depending on where you're at. Once you break through the resistance level, it now becomes support. But if you can't break through the resistance level, it stays resistance. So if the mentality is what you are breaking through, it now has to become support. But those people can't support you because they're below the level. Mentality wise. But that's how you also know when you have a poverty stricken mentality. People always say it's lonely at the top. And I always add, because you're scared to befriend your equals. That lack mentality is still there. You want riches and you want money, but you do not want wealth because wealth develops systems. Wealth develops systems because wealth is about abundance. Abundance now tied to spirituality. Spirituality, is, being that it's all about balance, is also about rhythm. It's also about cycles. I have the episode of the 12 Laws of the Universe. Everybody talks about universal law, reciprocity, law of attraction, shit. It's 12 of them bitches. You need to know how to use all 12 of them. Speaking of the law of attraction, here's a, here's a poverty-stricken reality that people try to use with the wealth, mentality, and spirituality. Ooh, I'm under the law of attraction. The law of attraction also comes with the law of repulsion because attraction and repulsion are opposite sides of the same coin. That was a dramatic pause for a reason. Because everybody wants to attract, but they don't want to repel what they need to repel in order to attract what they need to attract. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get it, you squander it and let it go because you can't repel the necessary things that allow this attraction to maintain itself. You see it all the time with relationships. Motherfuckers swear, I just want to get it right. Do you? Or do you want to put down what keeps making you get it wrong? Mm -mm. No, why? Because self-lust. Because now this is your type. I always, I've been telling y'all for a long time. You have, you have to know the difference between your type and your attraction. Your type is based off of poverty. Your type is based off of a poverty mentality, but your attraction is based off, off of a wealth mentality, but you have not stepped into the wealth mentality. So you cannot have a good relationship. Hey, bro, for real, though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean, really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. 
So for a one is the definition. So for a two is the acknowledgement. So for a three is the resolution. If you rock with the Soul Conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the Soul series of books. So visit IamJustSeen.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. You feel what I'm saying? In the last couple of years... The relationship that I involved myself with, I stepped into those relationships with the wealth mentality and didn't know that. Because I'm assuming that these women, because these women are coming to my space desiring wealth without changing the mentality of, and it's like, as I'm talking to them, I'm like, why the fuck don't you want to do shit? Like the woman that I was talking about who was sitting on a billion dollar idea, never executed. I used to be so angry. Because I felt like she was wasting her time. She wasted my time and all of this shit. And it's on some, well, everybody can't do that. She had a poverty mentality still. But she wanted wealth. She didn't want the, She didn't want a wealth mentality because she would have figured it out. She would have did it. And she didn't. So much time has passed that she still has not done any of the shit that she said she was going to do. And I used to get upset because it's like, yo, you wasted my, no, no, no. I wasted my own time because I didn't know what kind of mentality I was dealing with. Because in that same token, all of these women were coming out of religions or dealing with religions and coming out of spaces. And here's my ego getting involved. I can admit this, but it's not ego in a sense of I use it negatively. My ego is in because it's like, yo, I'm literally walking into this space. I'm going into spirituality. I'm practicing this shit. Y'all just want to understand. Y'all want to get, y'all want to believe in it. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. That's why it's like so many people, when I'm talking to them about, you know, they were like, well, you can believe whatever you, I can't. It's not about belief for me, baby girl. It's, I have a different mentality with it and I have a wealth mentality, which I have abundant mentality. If you have a poverty mentality, we're going to neutralize each other somewhere, which means that although I'll be building you up, you'll squander my wealth. And I'm not just talking about my riches and my money and the shit that I've earned. I'm talking about the mentality that I have now. When our kids are divided, that's a house divided. That's crazy. That's a house divided. But that's how this world was supposed to be. You wonder why divorce rates are so fucking high? (laughs) You have a lack mentality. It wasn't supposed to work. This is why you can always look for the next big thing. But how profitable is it to get a divorce? How profitable is marriage as a whole? Y'all going to pay somebody, pay a lot of people. But at the end of the day, now when you look at these relationships where women, oh, I'm not going to obey. I'm not going to do all of this thing. Poverty stricken mentality. You have a lack mentality. A lot of the part of having a lack mentality, my brothers too, is telling is when you begin the relationship of what you're not going to do. Hmm. Hmm. Listen, motherfucker, bruh, sis, all y'all listen to what the motherfucker is telling you. When, they, when you start a relationship, this is what I'm not going to do. This Everybody knows what they're not, but nobody knows what they are. This is one of the reasons why when I'm walking into relationships, I say, I want you to be your absolute self because I'm, I'm going, this is what I'm going to do. I don't give a fuck. This is what, this is what you are going to do. This is what needs to be done to be with me. Again, a poverty stricken mentality kicks in and says, oh, you're not controlling me. I'm not going to go talk to your other poverty stricken friends and say, oh, girl, he's just trying to control you. And be, Mm-mm. I've already tapped into all the different energies that I need to connect with you as a man. 
the fraternal energy, the spousal energy, and the paternal energy. I know how to be your father figure, which is what you want to look for while you in that that uh, that uh, poverty stricken mentality. But now nah, we can't stay there. That wealth mentality is the only place that the spousal energy works. Spousal energy is supposed to expose you to the wealth mentality. It is supposed to bring you through the wealth mentality. Ain't nobody trying to do that, though. Not many people are trying to be in that true space because now when you're in the wealth mentality, you have to practice spirituality, which means you have to know yourself and be in balance and see how you collaborate. Poverty stricken mentality is about competition. <laughs> you can't prosper in competition, bro. You can, you can only prosper alone. You can't prosper with a team. So now when we tap into understanding the spirituality side of all of this, I know I keep jumping around because the poverty side is that heavy. It's that heavy. This is what this this is how they fucked us, y'all. This is how they fucked us all. And now when we try to get into relationships with people, it's like, yo, why can't it work? This is why these women are I need six I need a high value man, this, that, and the third, because of poverty. I need a motherfucker who has six figures, not a motherfucker who has a system that generates six figures all the time. Because now I have to plug into that system. Because you know the wealthy side of the shit is boring as fuck. There's a lot of there's a lot of entertainment. There's a lot of because the reason why there's so much excitement and poverty because there's entertainment. When your mind is at the belief level of the mind, you have to entertain yourself. You have to be entertained. Wealthy people entertain themselves because they know what their mind needs. They have an understanding that lets them know where their mind has to be. I'm not going to be a motherfucker who's going to tell you, yo, wealthy people, you wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Those are poverty people who are getting out of it. So this is why you follow a wealthy motherfucker. Ask that wealthy motherfucker why he got it before. Because, bitch, I went to sleep at 7.30 the day before, nigga. Because <laughs> I could go to sleep at 7.30 the day before. Your goofy ass got to go to sleep at 11. Waking up at 4 is stupid. Now you sleep deprived, dummy. Because you thinking wrong. Because you have a lack mentality. When you have a lack mentality, you can't gain the right skills. or the, You can't understand something the right way. But when you have that abundance mentality, you know that everything is supposed to be growing, which means that in order for things to grow, you have to figure out how to make it grow. Tying it back into the tree of life example. You have to know how to win. Winning isn't just a, 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 a number of points that come up on a board. No, winning is an actual due diligence process to guarantee that it happens. It's not an accident. Which is crazy because like niggas will really, motherfuckers will really pray for their football team to win a Super Bowl, not paying attention to stats. I'm going to pray that my team wins so my bet can go off and shit. You see how, how, how simple it is? Like, nigga, just learn the game. Whoever has the better stats wins the game. Now, now that Seahawks shit, that was different because they were supposed to win. Because if on a one-yard line, uh, fucking Marshawn Lynch would have ran through that bitch. And they would have scored. They would have won. You feel me? But, again, that's a whole different. Again, who runs that game? Though the players are the people that are in poverty. $40 million slaves. But then the owners, they're the one controlling it. So now when you look at Vegas, when you look at the legal betting and shit, like, nah, man, make sure these motherfuckers don't win. Because everybody knows that this was supposed to happen. Niggas knew what was supposed to happen. So everybody's going to put their money on the Seahawks because of the stats. Now, the winners, the people who know how to win, manipulate the game. That's when it comes into the spirituality side, not being good or bad. It just is. It capitalizes on what is being used right now. You can say that it's bad. You can say that it's deceptive. It's not. It's beneficial. When you get to the realm of spirituality, there is no good or bad. It's benefit or detriment. That's it. 
Everybody talks about spirituality. Everybody talks about being in a space, but don't nobody want to deal with the fact that all spirituality systems and why wealth is possible is basically off a detriment of benefit and the balance between the two. That's all. It's not about morality. It's not about an ethical code. I even had somebody when I told me, yo, so what do you do for morality? I'm a good person. <laughs> the fuck you mean? Like, <laughs> shit had me bugging. It was like, so if you don't, if you don't follow God, if you don't believe in the religion, like, what do you do for morality? I'm a good person. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need a book to tell me how to be that. I don't need a deity to guide me into being that because if I need all of that, that means I'm not that on the inside. I just, oh, I'm just obedient as fuck. I'm an animal at that point. Respectfully, I ain't calling y'all animals if y'all follow y'all religions and shit. But respectfully, all you are is an obedient person. You take away your religion, you'll be a fucked up soul. I was dealing with a girlfriend one time and it was like, she was like, before I go to, because um, she was supposed to be going to get her master's or whatever the case may be. She was like, before I get my master's, if we're going to do this, we need to be married. I was like, why? She's like, because the ring is what will keep me from cheating on you. So not the whole morality that cheating is wrong. And ultimately, she ended up cheating on me. But it's like the morality, like you, there's nothing like it's not in you. It's, it's in you to cheat because of the mentality. Because of the mentality. It's like, wow, that's, hmm. Hmm. As I hear I am making the conscious decision when I'm just a choice to you. But again, I've always had this abundant mentality. I've always had this abundant mentality. So I didn't see like, oh, how can you go like, how can you go without fucking somebody instead of third? Because I don't, it's not, I don't want to. I can decide to do that. Temptation only works in poverty. <laughs> it don't work in wealth because you know, this is going to disrupt the balance that I have going on for me. You feel me? Because at this point, it's all about detriment or benefit. And when I get to a point where I am that attuned with myself, I'm only going to do shit that's beneficial to me. Now, whether it's detrimental to you, now, again, because balance has to happen, it's going to be detrimental to somebody. Do I intentionally go around saying I'm going to fuck people up for my own benefit? No, but I live according to my benefit, whether or not it is detrimental to somebody else. Because sometimes you can do good shit and it just reverberate and hit the motherfucker negatively. That ain't got shit to do with me, how you were impacted by what I did because it was for my benefit. Now, again, this is not me saying I intentionally do bad shit to benefit myself. No, but I know that everything that I do is for my benefit within the consequence of the 12 laws of the universe, knowing that I reap what I sow. I put beneficial shit out. Case in point, when I talk about motherfucking religion, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not doing this shit with ill intent. I'm being beneficial as fuck with this shit. But who is it detrimental to? Motherfuckers that are scared to leave this shit alone. Motherfuckers who don't want to dive into it. These motherfuckers are, it's, and they can't fathom. I'm dealing with people right now who can't fathom how I'm able to do what I do. They're like, you don't believe in it. You should be failing. No, I would be failing if I was in a poverty-stricken mentality, and I'm not. I've already transcended all the bullshit you talking about. All the bullshit you talking about. And everything that I'm giving you is for the benefit. I know what my divine purpose is. I know what my mission is. It's for the benefit. When I give so frail information, the motherfuckers like, yo, you're talking about religion. But yes, it's, that's beneficial as shit. That's beneficial as shit. Because everybody that's gone through my books, everybody that's gone through my courses, everybody that's gone through the shit that I, regardless of how you feel about me as a person, it's transcending and improved their lives. Some people even got to the religious part and said, I didn't agree with it, 
but everything else made sense. All right, nigga. I got you. I'm not mad at it, but it was still for the benefit, regardless of who it becomes detrimental to, because how it's detrimental to you is based off of your own spirituality, how you are balanced in this world, not me. So now this goes into the whole wealthy side of it, because now I kept skipping around on this, but now I'm going to get to the final point. When JP Morgan said that... um millionaires use astrology um billionaire i mean bi millionaires use accounts billionaires use astrology but he was saying that millionaires use the systems of the stars they operate from the balance of the universe that's it all wealthy people balance off all wealthy people balance according to 12 laws of the universe they don't worry about 10 commandments they don't worry about any hadiths they don't worry about well they kind of do fuck with the 42 laws of my eye, but 42 tenets but for the most part, they worry about how well what I do for this world is going to be balanced. For example, Rockefeller. We want Rockefeller control the oil, right? But now they want to look at, oh, he's such a bad person because he runs the country, whatever the case may be. But he gave people jobs. Not only that, he created things with it. With this oil, he guaranteed a reality that, oh, you make cars, now they have to run off gas. Y'all ain't bitching about your cars on the road, are you? No. Y'all ain't bitching about the fact that we don't have to ride horses and shit anymore, do you? No. Y'all ain't bitching about the fact that the Ford company gave so many different jobs to people in the in the in the in a in a field where it expanded into other cars that gave bit like y'all ain't worried about none of that shit. Are you? No. Because poverty works. Because the poverty mentality is who fills the job for the wealthy to create the reality. Every time. Same motherfuckers. Zuckerberg, he has so poverty stricken mentality. Zuckerberg has so much money that he could just give one person and he can take care of it. They can end all it. Why would I do that? That's imbalanced on my part. I give y'all Facebook. Y'all can stay on it for eight hours a day, which y'all do. I give y'all Facebook. I give y'all Instagram. I give y'all all kind of stuff to stay in touch with people across the fucking world. It's not my fault you use it for the wrong reason. Ooh, you're going to sue because this is not good for your mental health. Who told you to get on to some shit is bad for your mental health that you know is bad for your mental health, but you can't get on to it. That's not on me why you're addicted. Poverty, the poverty mentality is why you're addicted to this shit. The poverty mentality is why this is bad for you. It's not beneficial for you because what you're doing right now is for your detriment. That's why you have to be entertained because you're stuck at the belief level of the mind. That's not on me. Because again, I'm aligning with the universe. The law of compensation, the law of, like I'm in rhythm, I'm in flow. I'm not violating any of the laws of the universe. This is what they talk about. They teach you to obey the laws of the land and not the laws of the stars, laws of the sky, laws of the universe, because laws don't change. Men can change the laws in the books, but laws don't change. Not the laws of the universe. If an apple falls from the tree, the law of gravity is always present. But it's 12 laws that govern the whole universe. The law of rhythm, the law of compensation, the law of attraction, the law of gender. I ain't even gonna go down that route. There's 12 of these motherfuckers. I got an episode on it. But on the wealthy side of it all, that's what it means. Now, I'm going to put myself in a position that makes this work. Either you pay it or you don't. You feel me? But the wealthy mentality, they're absolved. They're not good. People be wondering why they're not getting punished and why, because they're not supposed to. They're doing shit out of benefit. And they're benefiting the world, whether the world uses the benefit for detriment is not their fault. They're absolved of it. Everybody talks about the free will shit, right? When it comes to a deity, 
This is what's crazy. When it comes to a deity, they say, well, we have free will to make the deity look bad. But when it comes to a human that actually created something for you to create a choice, now that human is bad. How can this human provide you with something that you see as a negative far more than the actual deity that can provide you with something that's a negative? And that's like, how does that make sense? Because you have a lack mentality tied to a religion. You don't have an abundant mentality that's tied to spirituality. Everything in spirituality is about the self. And that's one of the craziest things about it. They keep telling us, they give us all of these different terminologies and words and shit. Narcissists, the real people in the poverty stricken mentality. A narcissist is a person who thinks high, high, highly of themselves, right? But when you are a narcissist with a black mentality, you, de- you, you damage people. Narcissists with, with, uh, with the, um, with the, an abundant mentality, they help the world. Bill Gates is a perfect example of that shit. He's a narcissist. You feel me? But he doesn't have a poverty-stricken mentality. He has a wealth mentality, abundance. That's why you niggas can't get off of Windows. That's why every computer has a Windows operating system. Teams, all of that shit. He runs that shit because I create the system. Regardless of whether you're mad or you don't like it or not, you have to understand how wealth really works. It's not just money. It's not just money. The moment you take the money out of the shit, you'll see you you learn how to get wealth. Trust me. You learn how to acquire wealth because now you're saying if I just focus on the money. No, no, you focus on how many people you can help. You come into the balance and the alignment of yourself and you focus on how many people need you in this world. Poverty doesn't teach us that. Poverty teaches us to convince everybody that they need the same deity. Not to strengthen yourself in the point to where the world needs you and what you were presented in the world for. I know what the world needed me for. The world needed me for analysis and deconstruction, masculinity. That's what the world needed me for. And I give it every day. I give it every single day. I analyze and deconstruct so much shit. I break shit down that I give back to the people. You see what I'm saying? Now, when you know that and you are in balance with yourself, now you give what you're supposed to give. The problem is still because you, the poverty stricken mentality, people want to behave instead of being. I'm not a good person. I'm not a bad person. I am just seen. I am who the fuck I am. When people come into my space, ooh, I can't, it ain't for you, baby. This ain't yours. Like this, this, I'm not here for you. I didn't come here for you. That's one of the hardest realities that I had to learn in in early entrepreneurship. Everybody, these people, they're not for you. Because you have to know who you are first before you know who is for you. You dig what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know who they are first because of poverty. They know how they behave. So many people I know be like, yo, I'm a good person, but I keep getting bad. Do you have, are you a good person? Are you an obedient person with an ill mind? So many people say, you know, so many people say shit like, if you, um, if you do good, you're supposed to get bad. Like, no, no, no. It's, it's in the mentality, bro. If you're doing shit out of a fucked up mentality to get good shit, you're not going to get good shit. You have to be a good person to get good shit back. You see, you, you dig what I'm saying? Like you literally legit have to be a good person to get good shit back out of your life. Praying ain't going to get it for you. It's the actions that you are. And you only do the good actions when you are a good person. Behavior ain't going to get it. This is why you ever seen motherfuckers. If you... If you are tapped into the wealth reality, right? You ever been in a situation where you knew your mind can be playing tricks on you. 
where it's like, yo, this shit ain't going to happen. It ain't going to fall through, but you do what you know to do. You do what you know to be. You be who you know to be, and this shit work out almost like clockwork. You feel me? But on the other side of that, you keep behaving as if you're supposed to receive something and it never comes because it's the mentality. You don't even have the abundant mentality to receive abundantly, only to lack abundantly. That's why people get farther and farther in poverty. poverty. They become entitled. I'm doing all of this behavior and I'm not growing. They told me if I go to school, get a good education, this, that, and the third, I'll be it. Told you, nigga. Told you the behavior. They didn't told you what the reality was. This is why you got those people convincing you that if you invest in the S&P for 65 years, you'll be a millionaire. How do they know? How many niggas have done it? How long? Because you got to think about how long the S&P has even been the market. Because if we started from the 1900s when the actual stock market was, you know, began trading because the industry and all of this shit happened and shit. When you actually look at that, that was a game that was set up just like Monopoly. But when the S&P started paying out, 1920s was when the first person probably would have had a job and shit. It would have been 1985 when they got it. How many motherfuckers can validate that they put $500 in or put whatever bare minimum amount every day for 65 years and they got what they were supposed to get? You don't know because niggas died before that. (laughs) And who got the money? It's just sitting there. It's all invested. It goes back. This is a game and it's a game because your ignorance is there. I always tell people ignorance is not bliss. It's evil. You know what I'm saying? And the world thrives. Capitalism works because motherfuckers is ignorant and lazy because poverty. Poverty is a mindset. Now, wealth is also the mindset. But a wealth mindset is not just I want money. No, 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 no. Wealth is first understanding spirituality for real, for real. And understanding this, the, the singularity of the self. Like I said, wealth, spirituality, this is the path that spirituality is supposed to take you. So religion takes you from, supposed to take you from yourself to believing outside of yourself. Spirituality literally is going to take you from the singularity of self to duality of self back to the divinity of self. Divinity is when your duality is no longer opposite and it's harmonized. That's it. You see what I'm saying? Singularity is when you have your duality intact, but you are not in harmony with each other. You're trying to pick one side over the other. And you have not even recognized one side over the other because you're behaving. When you stop behaving and you have both sides exposed to and you treat them neutrally, then you can now move into divinity where they work together. Then from there, now you can have the abundant mentality because now you know what you have to do to win. You know what you have to do to be a motherfucking winner. You know what you have to do every single motherfucking day to wake up and get the shit done. But when you don't, you have to have it done for you. You have to have it told to you. You have to know exactly what needs to be done and you settle for exactly what you're settling for. That's scary, right? Wealthy people actually help far more people than, like, we can't get mad at Jeff Bezos and then keep using Amazon Prime. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Y'all are stupid, bro. Like, that's 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 literally the prime example, <laughs> pun intended, that's literally the prime example of these, of these mentalities. You didn't want to solve the problem. You didn't want to be somebody who created the problem. Now you're expecting this person to solve everybody's problem who's making a choice to be in poverty. The dangerous part about it is when People who are in poverty move into the wealth space without developing the wealth mentality. That's why they end up homeless. That's why they end up in the spaces because they don't end up in the right position to transition the mentality. You see what I'm saying? You have to create systems. You have to help the world. You feel what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. The universe doesn't give a fuck if you are a good person or a bad person morally. If you motherfucking do whatever, you can 
feel bad about wasting your time because you beat this motherfucker up in sixth grade and this motherfucker beat you up in the 12th. You can bullshit all, all you want to about stupid shit like that. That is a lack mentality. That is a part of the lack mentality. But the universe doesn't give a fuck about that. What are you giving to the world so we can give back to you? Are you giving benefit? Because you will receive benefit. Are you giving detriment? Because you will receive fucking detriment. If you are not helping the world, the world doesn't help you. This is not some mystical shit. This is how spirituality truly works. Our ancestors, they have taught this time immemorial, and we lost that shit when we accepted the bullshit. They teach you all the time. It's a it's a running theme where they say, what was it? Um, When they came, they had the Bibles and we had the land. Then they taught us to pray. And when we opened our eyes, we had the Bibles and they had the land. That should tell you everything about this episode that I'm talking about. When they came, they had poverty. We had wealth. They taught us to pray. And when they left, when we opened our eyes, we had poverty. They had wealth. And we have not stopped since. One of the reasons why they hate Haiti so much, and this is why they don't want Haiti to be, and they keep trying to, because they cannot take the wealth out of Haiti. That's what they're trying to get. I know you t- we talk about it's the land and it's all of this stuff, but it's still the wealth of the people. They have a wealthy mentality. A poverty-stricken mentality is not going to go to war against its oppressor. It's going to demand that the oppression stop. Please stop hurting me. A wealthy mentality is going to make sure you don't hurt me again. Because spirituality. Because it ain't no good or bad in this motherfucker. It is what it is. You see what I'm saying? I have a whole breakdown in the Tree of Life section. Is it the Tree of Life section? Where I talk about A Time to Kill, the uh, movie A Time to Kill, where uh, Carl Haley is like, yo, he's like, yo, yes, they deserve to die and I hope they burn in hell. Like he killed two men for raping his daughter. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't not a damn thing wrong with that. But people, in the time you had to see whatever, you know, because y'all got to read the book to know what I'm talking about. But And y'all got to watch that movie to know what I'm talking about. Don't watch it if you're sensitive, though. But this is what it means to operate on a spirituality. You don't give a fuck if it's good or bad. This is what had to happen. There's a lot of dark shit that I've done in my life to get, been a, to get a positive reward. There's a lot of positive shit I've done in my life to get a dark reward. You feel me? But the thing about it is I got the reward that I wanted. That's what it is to win. To win is to be able to get the reward that you want and be comfortable with the consequence. Those consequences that I had to deal with, yay, I got my reward, but damn it, should I have done it like that? Fuck no, but it's done now. Now I got to eat that and I got to deal with it. But then now it transitions you into having better decision-making skills. People with the poverty-stricken mentality, they they suck at decision-making. They have poor decision-making skills. I know because when I was tied into it, when I was heavy in a, in a poverty mindset and shit, I have fucked up decision-making skills. And I know it's going to keep it. I thought you said that you had an abundant mentality the whole time. And I still lived in poverty. Didn't make a difference. And when I aligned with people that was in poverty, I get justified the bullshit that's to say. I knew what decisions I was making was bullshit. That's the difference between me and them and how it was easy to transition into this shit. Because I was like, I knew that I, what I did was fucked up. I heard a 200th episode. I made a decision to tell the truth. Ain't that some shit? I made a decision to tell the truth because I was like, you know what? Nothing did this but me. 
everybody kept trying to say, oh, it's because of the place you was at. It's because of the friends that you was. No, no. And as long as I continue to allow that to be the reality and say, yo, this is my friend's fault. This is these people's fault. This person was this. Like, no, you should, that, that, was your, that was your decision, bro. You made the decision for that to happen. And that's the outcome. That's the outcome. Now, it flipped because I chose it. You know, let me, you know what? I'm really not a fucked up motherfucker, bro. Let me tell the truth because I didn't, like, that's not how it was supposed to go. And because the decision that I made, everything opened up and worked out for me because that's how spirituality works. And when you get to that point of understanding spirituality, now you can move into the wealth mentality. Everybody keeps, I, I used to say it myself, but a lot of people like, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. No, you're not. You're not spiritual if you're following a religious doctrine. Dumbass, like... How? Oh, I don't read the Bible. I don't go to church, but I'm spiritual. No, the fuck you're not. Because now you have no accountability whatsoever. At least the people that actually still go to church, at least the people that still try to read the Bible, they have a little ounce of something. You motherfuckers that just ain't got shit. You got a poverty mentality with no chain on you, with no leash. That's crazy, right? That's wild as fuck. Wow. I don't mean to call people animals, but you feel what I'm saying? That's what, that's what the metaphor is like. People... Like, because religion binds you to something. It ties you down to something. So you have a leash. That's your leash. It's the leash while you're in poverty to keep you from running wild. They always say the reason why the poverty, the, the reason why the wealthy still main control is because they was able to give the poverty people religion. If poverty people, poverty stricken people didn't have religion. They would have overthrew this shit a long time ago. But then what would happen to the world? There would be no order. There would be no structure. There would be no systems because people with a lack mentality just don't give a fuck about shit. Dealing with a, deal with a motherfucker who say who constantly tells you they don't give a fuck. You see how reality plays out for him. I've dealt with women who always, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. All right, little nigga. It's just a matter of time before you're something they don't give a fuck about. Because again, they have a lack mentality. People with a lack mentality will sabotage everything good in their life. Know that it's good for them and sabotage it because they have a lack mentality. Lack mentality would keep you from doing the due diligence that you need to make something live, to give life to something. The abundant mentality makes you not give up. Make sure that nothing ever dies on your watch. You dig what I'm saying? This is a reality that I had to face because I always had this lack mentality. I mean, this, this abundant mentality in regards to the lack circumstances that I lived in. The friends around me, the family around me, the people around me, they all had the lack of mentality, but they were heavily religious and I didn't get it. Now, here I am dealing with people now that I had to come to terms with. It's like, oh, yeah. So, like, soon as something goes wrong, first thing people say, Lord Jesus, help me, help me, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Get yourself out of the fucking situation. You in fucking two feet of water. Stand the fuck up. You see what I'm saying? So many people will refuse to actually do the due diligence to get themselves out of the situation and just stay in the situation and they can gripe about it and say, oh, this was bad. No, it wasn't the devil. It was your dumbass decision. Now you got to make a smart ass decision to get yourself out, to counterbalance the shit. What happens is we make one dumb decision to make another dumb decision and keep making dumb decisions over the same shit when we all we had to do was start making a smart decision. 
And then we want to pray about the situation. Then we want to look at like, like women who talk about deadbeat daddies and baby daddies and shit. You got four baby daddies. I ain't going to say four baby daddies because I ain't going to disrespect them like that. You have four kids by the same motherfucker and you say he ain't shit. At what child were you going to realize that? He was the same father for child one, two, and three. And you still had a fourth one. Why? Why? That's a lack mentality. That's a poverty-stricken mentality. That's a mentality of fucking hope. Oh, I hope that he can eventually... Like, no, is he getting his shit together? That's the reality. Simple. Simple. And my brother, sometimes... Oh, man, she bad. Yo, she gonna have, she gonna have my babies and shit. Now nah, she crazy. Nigga, you knew she was fucking crazy. You knew you was, she was crazy before you put that baby in her. You knew she was crazy when she popped up on you. When she popped up on you standing in some bushes talking about where you at. What? You knew she was crazy then, but you thought it was cute. Now look at you. You got a baby by this crazy motherfucker. Four of them. She was crazy the first one. Crazy the second one. Now she's trying to cut you after the fourth one. and You can't figure out the fuck why. Nigga, you know why. Your decision-making skills were trash and you never made the proper decisions because after we make one bad decision, we just keep making more bad decisions because now we justify our decisions as who we are. Only poverty mindsets will teach you that because religion teaches you that. Now, your problems, don't fix them. Give them to God. Gods are the highest conceptualizations of the mind and they're the reverberations of your decision-making skills. So when you give something to a deity... You're going to keep giving it to your fucked up decisions instead of fixing the decisions. And now they fester. The longer they fit, they fester, the deeper they get. People that are in the wealthy mentality and shit, they don't think about stupid shit like that no more. Oh, this is a fucked up decision. Let me go ahead and change this before it gets bad. No, I'm going to keep trying it again. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again until it works. It didn't work the first time. At what point are you going to realize that there's something else? That's why I was talking about the victor and the victim. The poverty-stricken mentality is always going to lead you to victimhood. And motherfuckers, most heavily religious people are victims. They treat themselves as victims. They they can put up every front in public and talk to people when they're being obedient and say, yeah, because I I'm, I speak life. I'm abundant. I'm this, that, and the third. I'm going to keep praying for this. And not, not a damn thing happened because they're still victims. All they know how to do is lose. So all they know how to do is bullshit to lose. I was just talking about you can't do the bare minimum and expect maximum results. But that's what happens in, with a black mentality. You literally do the bare minimum and get and don't and you do the bare minimum, get the bare minimum and then say, well, motherfuckers just hating. Are you doing the due diligence to be loved? No, the victors do. Victors do. Victors actually put themselves in a position to win again and again and again and again and again. They ain't lucky. They're not blessed. <laughs> They're diligent. They're just not in a poverty mentality. They know how to replicate this process. This is why it doesn't get to them. The pressure doesn't get to them. They don't have to keep doing certain shit. When you understand the abundance mentality, you understand what it is to truly be abundant. You can only walk in that space if you honor spirituality. They stripped us of spirituality and gave us religion and gave us a falsified reality of self. Don't nobody know the duality between masculinity and femininity no more. And because of that, they don't know the realities of analyzing and deconstructing and synthesizing and constructing the world. And they don't acquire wealth because they don't want to help people. They want to make money. That's off rip. That's how you know how that's how you know you have slipped into a poverty mentality. 
all you focus on is the money and not who you're going to help. I had a spell of that within um, my entrepreneurship. I had, a, I had a moment where I just kept focusing on the money. Let me get the money. Let me get the money. I was like, whoa, nigga, wait. That's not what you got in this for. That's why you're not getting it. You don't even have you don't even have a poverty mentality. You acting like you are. You acting like you have one and you actively doing the poverty stricken shit. Focus on the money. You're not focusing on the people. You're not focusing on who you're supposed to be helping. You're not supposed to. You're not. You're not focused on abundantly benefiting people. So people aren't abundantly benefiting you. Because we make this compensation that transact, we make life transactional. We don't know how to make it beneficial anymore. Oh, that's a motherfucking bar. And I hate that I waited to the end to get there. Because life has become so transactional based off of a lack mentality. We don't know how to be beneficial anymore based off of abundance. Based off the abundant mentality. We don't know how to be beneficial for people. So because of that, we'll do just enough to get paid. And we think that like. For me, starting Master in the Market and creating Master in the Market and the Inflate with Inflation community, it was to make sure people can abundantly benefit off of the markets. I ain't going to lie. I got to a point where this is when I transitioned into the Inflate with Inflation community. I got to a point where I was just like, yo, I'm not dropping my price on the Master in the Market because niggas is getting in and they ain't finishing in it. This and, that. and it was pissing me off because here I am offering this benefit. And again, it took back into a hey, dead horses and water, bro. But then it's like at the same time, it's like. You're also focusing on the money. So because you're focusing on the money, you're only going to get people who are focused on the money. Are you really focusing on people who want to be benefited from you? Because now you offer your benefit and you show your benefit and you keep your benefit going. Those who want to be benefited by it, they will be benefited by it. Those who don't, they will fall the fuck off. Let them go. Let them go. But again, Entrepreneurs need to entrepreneurs have to shift their mindset into a abundant reality. They don't. Many don't. That's why they say, oh, entrepreneurs fail. Da, 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 this because you're trying to make money. You're not trying to be beneficial to the world. That is the purpose of abundance. That is the purpose of wealth. Wealth is only achieved when you have benefited the world. It don't matter. You can be the, the meanest motherfucker ever. Like if you look at what's the the night before or the scary Christmas movie shit with Scrooge and shit, how the fuck was Scrooge still rich? But he was an evil motherfucker because he benefited the world. That's what they don't tell you about that movie. That's what he didn't do. You didn't. He did not. They did not reveal that part of the movie, regardless of how grumpy he was, how screw, how much of a Scrooge he was. He still benefited the world. That's why he kept his riches. But you got motherfuckers that's trying to benefit themselves. So the universe is going to make you benefit yourself to your detriment. You can't just focus on the money. You just can't focus on not having. And you can't focus on the poverty makes you focus on wanting without. You want it because you don't have it. Not because not you want it because you keep giving it out to people. You want something because you don't have it. That's it. That's a lack mentality. Desire without desire. Wanting desire because of lack. It's still a poverty-stricken mentality. You no longer desire when you're when you're benefiting correctly, when you're putting the right things out into the universe. Instead, you show up as you're supposed to show up every time. Every time. But we don't know that. And like I said, it's tied into the fact that 
we're built off religions and spiritualities. Every person that I know that has a spiritual system, it's almost like we do magic. Motherfuckers be scared of shit. I'm like, yo, it's alchemy. I tell motherfuckers it's alchemy because it's like, I can't tell you it's magic because now you're afraid of magic. They made you demonize magic because you have a lack mentality. And you don't know how to use real magic. Magic is utterance of words, but magic derives from still understanding. You have to have some kind of level of understanding in order to do the right necessary things to make the alchemy happen. That only comes from true spirituality. That only comes from having an abundant mentality. And wealth is a default of that. When you have a lack mentality, poverty is a default of that. I don't give a fuck how much money you make. This is why you have motherfuckers like, yo, six-figure motherfucker. I need a six-figure motherfucker for what? Because my lifestyle is expensive. You have a lack mentality. Think about that shit. Half of these motherfucking women that, were, that, that are on social media talking about a man got to make over six figures is solely because they're doing it out of a lack mentality. You know what's going to happen when you bring that six figures to her, right? Because she has a lifestyle that she wants to support. A lifestyle. I've seen posts where women say, yo, you got to spend at least $200 on the first date because I'm putting all of this makeup on and shit. You got to put that. You got to put thousands of dollars of makeup on just to go on a date. All I got to do is shave my beard and I still look better than you. That's the problem right there. Because everybody is in a, the lack mentality has gotten so weird. People be thinking that they're not impoverished. (laughs) People be thinking they're not impoverished because they got jobs. Wow, you got just over brokes. Nigga, no, you're still in poverty. That's why you're still worried about how to make more money. I know I I watch people go up tens, I, I watch people go up tax brackets and still can't make ends meet. Because you have a lack mentality. You have a lack mentality. It's not until you have a wealthy mentality that you're able to give back to the world. I have so many people telling me, yo, I need another bag. I'm gonna give me another. No, all you have to do is give your gift to the world. I promise you. Start giving your gift to the world and the world gives back to you. The more gifts you have, and the thing about gifts is this. I'm going to say this and I'm going to start wrapping it up. The gifts that we have, our gifts are only tied to abundance. I'm going to say that again. Your gift is tied tied to abundance. Whether you have a lack mentality or not, your gift is tied to abundance, my nigga. Your gift is tied to abundance. And those who understand wealth know how to exploit that. Right. But if your gift is tied to abundance and you do not know your life, and the only gift that we have is the gift of life and the, the ability to think. I don't want y'all to feel like everybody, oh, I got a divine gift. I have multiple gifts because I choose to have gifts because I know that the gift is life. And because the gift is life, I have a wealth of shit that I can be good at. I just have to take the time to become a winner at it. You feel what I'm saying? I'm only good at writing music and shit like that because I practice that. Yes, and me. The gift was in me to be a writer and shit like that, but I still had to develop the skill. Developed it so well that I can create jam sessions, make the beats, and put the shit out because that is what I do. But you have to take your gift and you give it to the world. You're going to be compensated for your gift. Now, if you have a lack mentality, you're going to be compensated by somebody who has a wealth mentality for your gift. Now, you can't bitch about the 360 uh, deal that you're going to get. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, right? But when you have that wealth mentality... You already coming to the point where I'm giving my gift to the world abundantly. So the world is going to give back to me abundantly. You're going to have those haters. You're going to have those motherfuckers that's like, ooh, this, then, third. I got people that's still talking about, yo, you too old to be trying to rap. I'm not trying to rap, nigga. <laughs> I'm giving my gift to the world. That's why when I say some shit, it hit motherfucker's soul. 
because I don't be saying shit just to try to sell a hit record or no shit like that. And I say I give my gift how it's supposed to be given. You feel what I'm saying? I just happen to be using my gift fully in all capacity. Mastering the market and shit like that. Using the gift of life in my mind and the time that it takes to break things down. Sound like I was rapping, but I wasn't. See how natural this shit is? It's a gift, nigga. (laughs) You feel what I mean? But I give it to the world. Every post that I've ever made on social media, that was a gift to the world because this is a thought that came to my reality. So many people say, yo, you hit home, that hit home for me. That just helped me get through. Before I switched over and got heavy into um, entrepreneurship, I had so many people tell me, yo, you better than my therapist. I was able to create chatting with scene sessions because motherfuckers was like, yo, you tap into something that I can I tap into the fact that this is my gift. I'm gifted with this shit. You feel what I'm saying? But in addition to that, I had switched over and have tapped into the full wealth mentality. All I seek is abundance. Therefore, anything that I do, I know now there's no, I don't do things for monetary value. I do things for benefit or detriment at this point. And I don't do things for detriment anymore. I do things for the benefit of myself and the world. Now, if you were detrimentally affected by it, that ain't got shit to do with me. That means that if I'm, I know that I'm intentionally doing things for the benefit of myself and the benefit of the world. So if you are detrimentally impacted, it's because you are detrimental to me. Simple. It's women that I've dated that are, you know, telling me, oh, yeah, I didn't see it then. It didn't matter. I was beneficial to you. But that means that you were detrimental to me if we kept clashing. I didn't see it because my benefit doesn't allow me to, to feel a type of way. Because, but now I understand. Oh, you got a poverty level mentality. And that's cool. That's cool. But I can't fuck with you no more. Because so many people say, yo, it's lonely. at No, it's only lonely at the top when you're scared to befriend your equals. I love my equals. I love the motherfuckers who have an abundant mentality too. They don't fuck up my shit. The reason why you don't like the people at the top, because you know that when you at the top of a poverty stricken mentality, it's going to be cutthroat. They teach you, yo, corporate America, the business world is cutthroat. It is. Corporate America, the business side is cutthroat because of poverty mentalities. The wealthy side of the world, it ain't cutthroat. Niggas are not beefing. (laughs) Wealthy motherfuckers are not beefing because they have an abundant mentality because they keep benefiting the world. It's the motherfuckers who are from poverty. Look at the Bernie Madoff story. Motherfuckers who amass the riches off of poverty are the detrimental motherfuckers. It's different mentalities. But this is why they have their rises and they have their falls. But you notice that wealthy motherfuckers never fall. Rockefellers are still running the game. The Vanderbilts fell off because after a while, mentalities change. But um, I think they said their wealth only lasted four generations. But Rockefellers are still building. The Rockefellers are still building because they're still benefiting the world. They're still benefiting the world. That's the only thing. When you look at how our dynasties worked and why our dynasties, this is why they took our blueprint and enslaved us. This is the part of this shit that they don't want to tell you. The reason why the world's thrived for 400 to 600,000 years, they they erased a lot of the shit. So we don't know how far back we go. But for 400 to six, about 600,000 years, we have been fruitful. Mansa Musa was the richest man. He had, he had amassed over the equivalent of $400 billion then. Nobody's ever touched that. And they're still trying to scratch the surface and they, they can't break it. You know why he was that? You know why he was that wealthy? And that was the only documented person that was that wealthy. But do you know why Mansa Musa was so wealthy? Because he benefited the people around him. When he went to these different places, he dropped gold and just gave the economy. And then he benefited the people 
Our people have always been beneficial. Our, our, our people have always honored spirituality according to benefit. Now, when understanding that benefit does not mean be good, this is why you still create military. This is why you still be able to put, because again, when you violate my benefit, you have to receive my detriment. Spirituality remains balanced. It remains balanced. But then when you don't have that, you have to honor the poverty mentality. You have to honor the lack mentality. You have to fuck with the religious mentality and constantly, constantly, constantly see yourself in the light. Constantly see yourself in the light that is going to be detrimental to you. You see what I'm saying? There's levels to this shit. The religious mentality teaches you to be good or bad. The spiritual mentality teaches you to be beneficial or detrimental. That's it. Those are the differences between them. And if you focus on being good or bad, you're going to pick a side or whatever the case may be. And I know it's like, I know it's like for spirituality, you don't necessarily pick a side when it's beneficial, but you know when it's okay to be beneficial and it's okay to be detrimental. When you come in violation of my benefit, I'm, you, I have to be detrimental to you. And that's okay. It's okay. It's how the universe balances itself. You just got to be ready for the aftermath that comes with that because I am. But that's a wealth mentality. That's abundant mentality. We got to get out of this lack mentality, but until we give up our religions, we're not going to give it out. And I don't mean just give it up. Understand why it was given to you in the first place for the reason of making sure that you remain in poverty. <laughs> and don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process from the peace love knowledge and freedom to the dead horses and water designs all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel because as i always say the best way to fit in is to stand out and what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles for pala cafe clothing I'm gonna go ahead and end it there, yo. All right, that's I. Hey, this impromptu needed to come out. Um, and a lot of it too, I think it needed to come out for myself too, because I've just been realizing over the last couple of months that I've been trying to help people. I've been trying to can. I've been trying to make people understand a wealthy mentality that they cannot understand because they have a poverty mentality. The deeper they fall into poverty, the deeper they go to their religion. And conversely, the deeper you get into, you know, well, deeper you fall into spirituality. And then you realize that it's all about the balance and the duality and shit. No, nobody in the divinity really, but nobody really does the due diligence to actually understand spirituality because they constantly be convinced that it's the, it's the devil. So they're imbalanced, but the universe remains imbalanced regardless of how imbalanced motherfuckers are. So motherfuckers like, I got a good job. <laughs> is there such a thing as a bad one? As long as you can get your bills paid, is it a good job? Nah, well, at least I got a job. You hear people say that shit like, yo, not many people say I created a job. You know what I'm saying? The civil rights movement was a powerful motherfucker because what it was doing was making sure that we couldn't be abundant for ourselves, but we could be abundant for everybody else. Because naturally, we had the highest propensity for abundance. We don't die, we multiply. It's levels to the shit, bro. It's levels to the shit. But until we actually take the time to truly understand 
how religion was used for us, why religion was given to us and why spirituality was taken from us. We'll understand why we remain in poverty and why we struggle to gain wealth. Can't walk both hands. And this has taught me a, a whole new lesson just going forward in life because it's like now I'm starting to see I can I can now identify who has a poverty mentality and who has a wealthy mentality. And a lot of times because when we get into a space of I want to help the world, I want to do this, and it's like you have to look at the mentality. Some people can't be helped because they don't want to be because they don't know that help is possible. Because humans can't help humans. So they say like only gods can help people get out of their poverty situations, whatever the case may be. You can't look at another human who's showing you the way because you don't know the way. They told you what the way was. Like the council of Nicaea was a motherfucker. They said, we are going to rule the world with this religion. And they did. Yeah, we keep talking about, oh, well, we still have, yes, Islam, like all of the, the, the big three, they're all Abrahamic religions. They're cousins, my nigga. And this is what you want everybody to believe in because it allows people to stay in poverty. It allows people to stay in poverty. That's amazing to know. There's a, almost a direct correlation between everybody in poverty and how deep they retire to the religion. A lot of people say, well, some people are atheists or whatever the case may be. By default of being an atheist, you're still tied to a religion. I get called an atheist. I get called devil worship. I get called all of that. But at a single time, not a single one of these motherfuckers can ever say that I don't understand what I'm talking about. I say I've transcended the whole reality because an atheist and a theist is the opposite sides of the same coin. You still have to believe in it to understand it. But now it's the antithesis. That's what it is. Now, when you come to the point of bringing the antithesis together, like I said, you got from the singularity where you pick a side, you got your duality, and then you bring your duality back in harmony. If the atheist and the theist ever became friends, the world would change. But they can't because lack of mentality. As an atheist, I don't want to fuck with what you fuck with because of how it makes me feel. As a theist, I don't want to fuck with what you fuck with because of how it makes me feel. Not realizing that how it's making you feel is determining how you are. You see what I'm saying? So many black folks are just tied to so heavily tied to their religion that they can't see nothing else. They don't realize how detrimental it is for them. And and that is how we were enslaved for 400 years. That is how for 400 like everybody talks about for 400 years they had a head start. 400 years they built wealth up off our backs because they gave us religion and made us in poverty. They mentally prepared us to be impoverished. Tying it back to when they came with the Bibles, we had the land, they had the Bible. They taught us to pray, we closed our eyes, we opened our eyes, and they had the land, we had the Bibles. They took the wealth, we took the poverty. And every generation, every day, we're making a conscious choice to keep taking the poverty. Every day they're making the conscious choice to keep taking the wealth. And a lot of people are saying it's divided because, you know, it's no, it's not. You're choosing like you're the biggest commodity here. We're the biggest commodity on this earth. We're the gold, nigga. Yeah, they got gold bars or whatever the case may be that they try to. Be. No, we're the gold. Why do you think they call us Nubians? Why do they think they call us like actually go back to Kimmin and look up the word noob, N-U-B? It means gold, nigga. But we're black now. <laughs> we were gold because we were the light because we were abundance naturally. We multiply it. We still do it to this day. We just don't control it anymore. 
because we are controlled because we have accepted the poverty. It's that simple, yo. We push the culture, we change the trends, we do everything because we still have the lack mentality. We don't actually want the wealth because we don't know, because we don't realize that what it's going to take to gain the wealth is what we have to give up. The one thing, the one thing that we refuse to give up because of fear. You know how many people don't know what's going to happen if they give up their religion, but they don't realize that once they give up their religion because it's so wired into them, they stop, they now create the decisions that make the negative shit come to their life. Psychology is real, homie. And the psychology behind this shit is amazing. It's phenomenal. I'm not mad at them. I can't be mad at the reality of how it really played out. Y'all niggas did some cold shit. <laughs> I did some cold shit to my people, but is what it is and I can't I can't all I can do is point it out understand your religion I understand why I was giving it to you understand why you're still in poverty I don't give a fuck if you got that good job this is why you still one paycheck away for fucking your shit up this is why I teach mastering the market and I teach inflate with inflation I'm not in that poverty stricken mentality where I have to hope that this pays itself out. I have to hope that this works no mm-mm, I don't hope I win <laughs> respectfully i'm not trying to shit on people or nothing like that i don't hope i win i'm secure in knowing what my next step is going to be because i don't have a mentality of lack i solely have a mentality of abundance and i'm now 100 percent secure in that mentality now and i know that the last couple of situations and the last people a couple of people that i've been involved with, like they've been lack-minded people They've been lack-minded people, and they're going to stay in poverty. And they're going to create another generation of angry children who are going to stay in poverty, create another generation of people who are not going to grow, who are always going to find a way to get this money. It's easy to create a criminal when you make them in poverty, and then you don't educate them correctly. But again, (laughs) the system works. And these people are not going to be absolved because this system still is a benefit for you. They are getting you a job. If you do your part in the job, you graduate from college, graduate from high school, you do everything that you're supposed to do. You get a good job. You can get plugged into the system and be taken care of by this job. Nothing they do is wrong. Now, when you start fucking up, we got a place for you. This is the prison. When you don't feel like you're good enough to do the shit, okay, we got something for you. Because, again, that's a benefit. Criminals can't just be out here running the world. They can't be out here running all willy-nilly. We got to catch these motherfuckers and house them somewhere. <laughs> Y'all learn how wealth works. It's not good or bad. It's for the benefit of, it's either for benefit or detriment in some way, shape, or form. And when you become detrimental to the system, you now, now the benefit has to be kicked in. We think it's bad. Oh, they create prisons by third grade test scores. Yes, nigga, because they know, okay, by third grade, if you ain't got this shit together, you don't have a good solid rhythm to go through the remaining eight years. It's just not going to happen. So I know at some point you're either going to quit or you're going to have to go to crime because you're going to have to make ends meet in some way, shape or form. But this is not how we want the world to be to be set. So we're going to put you somewhere. To make sure everybody else is safe around you. Or is safe from you. Feel me? Y'all, the system is easy to see. (laughs) It's real. It's like, it's right here. It's right here. But the reason why, as long as you got a poverty mentality and you got that lack mentality, you're not going to see it because religion's going to blind you from it. 
They have a place for everybody because they created the places for everybody. You dig? And they can only create the places for everybody who are in the poverty mentality who lack because I'm going to reward you, give you instant gratification, make you feel better than you are, create status, all of the shit. All that shit is undermined when it comes to wealth. They don't give a fuck about who's the CEO, who's the janitor, whatever the case may be when they're in a wealthy space. Do you know why? Because they're getting cake off of everybody. Because <laughs> they're benefiting everybody at the same time. Why everybody else bickers. But I'm going to go ahead and there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And um, understand the poverty mentality and understand the wealth mentality. Understand religion and understand spirituality. Understand abundance and understand lack and understand their duality. Like that's the rest. I, I'm learning that that's just how this world is operated. That's the only duality between this world, the wealth and the poverty. And because we tie it all to money, it's masked by what we see. We don't realize that it's benefit and detriment versus good and bad or good and evil. If you still believe in the good and evil, you're a child. That's how poverty works. It keeps you mentally a child. Give a fuck how old you get. This is why in the poverty stricken spaces, you have legalities, legal adults, legal this, legal that. Legally, you can do this because we know ethically and morally you're not a fucking adult yet. You feel what I'm saying? Because only children can stay in the poverty mentality and the lack mentality because they don't have and they don't now. They don't have and they don't know how to acquire. We got to stop that with our babies. I'm not saying don't teach your babies a religion because you follow religion. Do what you do, homie. Make it work for you. But make sure your baby understands the religion front to back. Everybody know oh, I read the Bible. I read this. Then, but do you understand it? Because if you understand it and you still follow it, you miss the whole point. That's why it was given to you. Simple. Tap into spirituality and understand that spirituality is about balance. You don't even need an actual spiritual system to understand spirituality. You can go outside and look at nature. Sunrises, sunsets. You feel me? Night and day. Hot and cold. Nigga, there's duality all over and you use the extremes to bring things together. This is why motherfuckers be asking me how I learn shit so fast because I use spirituality, nigga. All you got to do is look at two opposing extremes and everything is in the middle. Y'all supposed to y'all focus on one detail and reaffirm your belief. I look at the good, I look at the bad, and I see where they walk the same line. Then they test where the truth is at. And that's where the, the, the information is. And it's fast. It's, it's faster to learn that way. But you want to have a lack mentality, you're not in that space. When you have a wealth mentality, you got to see everything that makes things beneficial. Because now I have to have all of the details in order to be of a benefit. Feel me? Teach our babies that and let's make sure that they are on point and um Yeah. Unless y'all want to continue to repeat another cycle on and on again. I just know that I'm not. So I'm going to go ahead and there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And hopefully I'm going to see y'all at season 11. But if I keep getting impromptu, then it is what it is. Uh, but kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.